Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Vince Size NFL Podcast Show. I'm your host, Vince Size. Man, I have a busy week, ladies and gentlemen. Your, your boy, Vince Size, because I, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I podcast with a Raider fan yesterday on the 265 Media Football Show. The show's already posted. Hopefully, everybody listens to that. I got, uh, and also, I got, I'm podcasting with Wayne Bracey today, which, by the way, he does Niner content. We're talking about the Niners. We're going to recap the Niners season, talk about free agency for next week. And, and, and everything. And obviously, also, this upcoming Monday, I'm podcasting with a Bills fan. His name is Mark. He's he's on the uh, Sports For You podcast. Can't wait for that as well. So with that being said, I got my I got a guest today, which my, my guy, Josh. Hey, Josh, hey. Josh, what is going on? Welcome to the Inside Podcast Show again, my man. How is your, how is your Tuesday going? Happy Tuesday. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying this, enjoying the show. Hopefully, everybody's going to enjoy, enjoy this show. Josh, free is a week away. Can't wait. That's my and we'll, we'll see what happens, Josh. We'll see what happens in about three hours with uh, for Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we're recording this. We're recording this before Lamar. Um, but I, I, I mean, we're all very excited for Aaron Rodgers, and we're all on the edge of our seat for Lamar Jackson. But the big news has already been announced. The big news is Orlando Brown Jr. is not getting the tag. That's yep. huge, dude. He like he's argued the best non-quarterback free agent that could change your entire franchise yep. now on the market. Someone who's actually worth the $20 million who doesn't play quarterback but does play on the offense is yep. available right now as we sit here talking. And the why of that is ridiculous. Yep. Like the why of that is ridiculous. But yeah, let's go for it, man. I'm all ready. I have a thousand things that I want to talk about. Where do you want to start? Well, first, I know we got that. We got we had that at the end of last yes last episode. So, but I want to talk about it right now first. Let's let's talk about the Jalen Ramsey because I think he's I think he's about to get traded this week or possibly next week. But um, listen, shout 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 out to my boy Nick yesterday, a Raider fan. I mean, I mean, by the way, Jeremy Fowler said the Raiders and the Lions are interested. I'm sure I'm sure more teams are. I would not be surprised if he, if he goes to the Lions because by the way, there's Jersey and Brad Holmes. Came for the Rams, so it wouldn't surprise me if the Rams gave the Lions favor because why not? Because why not, Josh? Because the, the Lions pretty much helped the Rams uh, get, uh, win the Super Bowl because of, because of Stafford. Because all the Rams needed was Stafford. Look at that. No, but seriously, uh, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes. Obviously, he wants the money. Um, he's, a, he's a 28-year-old. That's I thought- why it's a trade, right? That's why it's a trade as opposed to free agency. He's not getting that contract after the year he had on the free agency market. And they're trying to do right by him. Yes, yes. So, Josh, where do you think he's going? And and by the way, Ram fans, hopefully you listen to this. Listen, I love y'all. Shout out to my Aunt Terry. She's a Ram fan. Yeah. But I think, about Josh, if they trade Ramsey, it's looking like the Rams are going to rebuild mode because after Ramsey, it's Aaron Donald. If you're Aaron Donald, who the hell do you have on, the, on that defense? Well, that's the answer, right? It's Aaron Donald, it's Leonard Floyd, and then pray for rain. By the way, Leonard Floyd got released. But keep going. And Leonard Floyd got released. So now it really is just Aaron Aaron Donald, right? But the Rams did exactly what we talked about in our free agency preview. When we went two days and a combined six hours, you can still listen to that right here on the Vince um, Size Podcast. All you have to do is dig into the archives. We went six hours. And we out loud said to the Rams, and they were listening because otherwise they wouldn't have done this. But mm-hmm. we out loud said with our voices – that what are you doing if you're the Rams? Where's precisely are you going? In yeah. best case scenario, where are you going? And the highest we could get, working our magic, trying to do all of our different things, was second and nowhere close 
to the 49ers and an uphill battle to even tie with the Seahawks, right? Exactly. So you're yep. arguing really with are you worse or are the Arizona Cardinals worse without a first-round draft pick? Ooh, How question. high precisely are you going to go if you're the Los Angeles Rams? And if the answer is third, if the answer is second, and the answer is no wild card because there are there are at least four teams starting better than you. Yeah. Precisely, what are you what are you doing here, and yeah. what makes the most sense? And I'll tell you what doesn't make sense. That's paying Jalen Ramsey twenty million dollars a year after the year that he had. That's yeah. what that's what's going on. So precisely, what can you get for Jalen Ramsey? I'm first off, I'm shocked they weren't able to do this with Leonard Floyd. I, I like I'm stunned that they couldn't like work out a trade for a pass rusher like for a pass rusher like Dan- Leonard Floyd and just out and out cut him. He instantly also he he jumps to like the top tier of free agent linemen, but neither here nor there. Let's focus on Jalen Ramsey and where is he going to go? Right. Now I'm gonna give you two answers and hopefully you're going to understand what I mean by it. But I'm gonna give you two answers to Okay, me. go ahead. Okay, you ready? Yes, let's let the feds are hearing about this. Go ahead. Where he should go is the Detroit Lions. If he goes to the Lions, the Lions are instantly better than the Green Bay Packers. They were already better than the Green Bay Packers, but they create real separation if he goes to the Lions. Upgrading from Jeff Okuda to Jalen Ramsey, that's a ridiculous upgrade. I that, agree. That's not a normal thing. It becomes like a Von Miller signing for the Detroit Lions. Yep. Now, unfortunately, where I think he's going to go, and it's all about the money, Can I guess? the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, there we go. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Well, so you're you clapping. Believe, so, Josh, Josh, so you do believe it's going to be it's going to be one of those two teams? I do. I, I mean, okay. unless somebody just comes off the top rope with, like, a much better offer. Um, if you give me those two options, like, they both make sense to me. I agree that Brad Holmes has the relationship. Like I'm all the way with you on that, right? Mm-hmm. But are you prepared? Are you prepared to throw twenty million dollars at just anybody? Right? Mm-hmm. I think the answer to that question is no. 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 Right? Especially not with that team. You need to improve the defense. You need to get a number of things. That defense was the only reason that you didn't win that division. And I'm talking about a team that is right under where yeah. the Minnesota Vikings are, right? Yeah. They're right there, yeah. The Minnesota Vikings won like 13 games. They were the number two seed, right? What would have happened had Detroit won both of those games and Minnesota lost both of those? Then where would we be? We'd be living in a universe where the Detroit Lions might have made the second round of these playoffs, right? Yeah. Does Jalen Ramsey make that big of a difference? And that's better, yeah. Yeah. That's the gamble. That's the gamble. Now, is Brad Holmes a gambling man? That's the question. We saw last year with Jim, they got, when you got Jameson Williams. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. This is a different kind of gamble. Yep. This is a gamble, not like what's going to make my team better in a couple of years. Yep. This gamble is I'm ready to win the Super Bowl right now. Yeah. Do you really think the Detroit Lions are there? If the answer to that question is no, then the follow up question should be Is Jalen Ramsey going to put us there? I'm here to tell you that I don't think the answer to the Super Bowl question is yes. I think the answer is no. Now the question becomes, does Jalen Ramsey put you over the division winner of the Vikings? I think the answer to that question is yes, right? So what is that worth? If you're going to answer to me $20 million, then I'm going to tell you that the Detroit Lions are going to win that um, trade and they're going to offer a fourth rounder or a third rounder or whatever, right? However, I think the Raiders are stupid, 
Jalen Ramsey is good and proper effective because he has Aaron Donald. Yep. The yep. issue is that the reason that he is as effective as he is is because you're not just getting away from Max Crosby. Yep. Like as wonderful as that is, just run to the direction that Max Crosby isn't. If you're a mobile quarterback, run that way. Yep. Where's Max Crosby coming from? Wherever he's coming from, that's where you have to remember to not run towards. What a what a challenge. Yep. Right. Whereas Aaron Donald's coming right up the middle. So whichever way you decide to go, he's still coming after you. Yeah. That's why the pairing was so effective. Mm-hmm. So if he goes to Detroit, I think you're a division winner. If he goes to the Raiders, it's a splashy move. Yep. Right. But I don't think that you win the division. I still think you're behind Mahomes. I still think you're behind. Um, I, st- I still think you're behind Mahomes. I still think you're behind Herbert. Huh. I still think that you're. I, I don't think it makes you out loud better for sure. Mm-hmm. If you go to Raiders. that said, if you go to the Raiders, you might not have to sacrifice any of your salary. Why read yep. it at all? Raiders have sixty million dollars in room. What difference does it make? Yep. You know what I mean? Like, right. who cares? Keep all your money. So what is it about? Let's be specific, Vince. Do you think it's about the money or do you think it's about the winning? To me, in my opinion, I think Ramsey won. I think it's both, but I feel like, I feel like in my view, he wants the money, what I'm hearing. Well, if he wants the money, if that's what you're hearing, he's going to the Raiders. It's very simple. Because if he goes to the Lions, they're going to tell you the same thing I just told you which is that, look, you have a chance at winning in the playoffs, at making a mark and bringing Detroit your first championship, their first championship of being a legend, of being an icon here. Please renegotiate. And if you go to the Raiders, it's like, yeah, man, we're, we're happy to pay you. We'll, we'll now, pay the Rams you. want a first-round pick. Do you think they'll get a no, first-round pick? No, they're not going to get it, just out loud, with my voice. I'm telling you, they're not going to get it. I agree. The I best agree. they're going to do is a second, and the truth of the matter is, is that I wouldn't offer more than a third. I agree. $20 million. Like, twenty. Like I'll say it again. Is Jalen Ramsey a $20 million a year player based off of last year's performance? No, 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 no. So if you answer that question and I tell you, yeah, I'm willing to trade him, but not only do I want your first round pick, I also want you to absorb the $20 million a year salary. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous on its face. Yeah. So what's going to end up happening is you'll either get a second, which is where I think I like if somebody comes in with a second round pick, the Rams jump. But the real question is like, do you want to be under the cap? Do you want to be out of Jalen Ramsey's contract in the $20 million a year that you owe him? And that brings the Raiders and the lions right away to a third round pick. And it gets the Rams uh, like, some significant room. It gets them some serious savings. Mm-hmm. Now you replace Jalen Ramsey. Well, that's a problem for drafting. Welcome to the NFL. Yep. Draft replacements. But my point is the, the end point to all of this is that it's really about like, do you want to win or do you want to get paid? If yeah. you just want to get paid, you're going to the Raiders. But if you want to win, then maybe we can work something out with the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. your on that issue, and, and which, and which, by the way, Josh, Brad, Brad Holmes is, a, is a, he ain't stupid. So I, I, I trust his, I trust his knowledge, I trust his decisions. Uh, obviously, you're seeing that from Detroit. I mean, obviously, they have the right GM now. The question is going to, the question is going to be, will, will Brad Holmes give up the, those, those, one of those first, first? I don't think he, I don't, I don't think he will. And I'm with you. I don't think, I don't think the Rams are getting a first rounder. That, that's a hell no. But, but uh, we'll find out this, this week. I mean, or next week. Um. But I'm with you. I do think it's going to come down to those teams. And what I'm guessing he's going to go to, I'm going to lean towards the Raiders because I think it's all about the money, which 
you at the end of the day, Ramsey, get your money, but uh, I'd rather I'd rather choose Detroit, but that's not no here nor there. Well, that's not what he wants, right? Right. Isn't that the problem? Yeah. Right. He wants the money. I asked you at the very beginning of everything, and you said no. He's going to choose the money. And the moment you said that, what happened? Raiders. So, so the Raiders. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, I want to make a prediction for the rest of your life. You ready? I'm going to give go you go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. You ready? Yes. I predict that as long as they have to play eight games on their respective home fields and they don't change change the turf, that the Raiders and the Arizona Cardinals will never win a Super Bowl. It makes no difference who they get. Literally, I'm giving you the entire NFL. You could give them the Pro Bowl roster. As long as they keep that bullshit hybrid, like half grass, half patchy, artificial turf nonsense that I had to watch on that Super Bowl, they will never win championships. Period. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200. And let me play this. (laughs) Good point. Good point, Josh. I I agree with that. Anyways, anyways, my, my, my friend. Also, by the way, breaking news. I don't think no one's going to care, but the Rams are not using the franchise or tradition tag on Matt Gay, uh, the kicker, by oh, the way. Really? Really? Yeah. Not the kicker? Yeah, one of the most accurate kickers in the league the last few years. Yeah, he's, yeah. The 221 Pro Bowl selection expected him to have a significant interest as a free agent. That's what well, and is By the way, think? watch out for the Niners because they wanted any kicker as well. I'm guessing they're going to draft the rookie kicker, but hey, shit, if we can get him. That would be sweet. Anyway, everybody's gonna feel the same way that you do, but it's not gonna drive up the market on kickers. Exactly. There's one kicker who's gotten paid in the last ten years. His and name is Justin Tucker. Tucker. Everybody yeah. else gets the same salary. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll see what the Rams do from from there. Or maybe they'll drop a kicker. Who knows? Anyways, anyway, with that, with that, with that being said, let's let's, let's talk about the Tennessee Titans real quick, uh, Josh, because we got to yep. know if you heard. They're, they're listening to Derrick Henry trade offers because obviously Henry is, is going to be, I believe, 28. I, I think he's 28 right now. He's about to be 29. So it's looking it, like, Josh, yeah. Tennessee is in a rebuild mode. That's what that's what they get for trading A.J. Brown. Um, um, so for so, so, so Italian fans are listening to this. What do you think? So, okay, so are would you be shocked if Henry is traded um, – by draft day, by draft day, or do you think he might get traded? Who knows? Maybe next week. So when you heard those that news yesterday, Josh, about Henry, the, the Tennessee's listening to to Derrick Henry's uh, trade trade offers, are you shocked or not shocked? Because it's looking like Tennessee is going to a rebuild. It's looking like it. Um, shocked is the wrong word. Okay, it, it's not. It, it's not shocked. Um. It's disappointed. Yes. Is that is that is that a better word? That's fair. That's fair. Yes. It's I, not. I agree with that. Look, the, the Titans know what they are. They they know. They're not stupid. They know what they are. They're not good enough to win the division, much less a championship. Yep. With Derrick Henry on the roster, I hate using this phrase, but I'm going to. And by the it. way, Bud Dupree got released yesterday. Yeah, I know. Yep. Well, yep. Bud Dupree's different. But Bud Dupree deserves to be released. He's been injured each of the first two years. Yeah. And there's no signs of him being the player that he once was. That that's a different story. Derrick Henry, on the other hand, oh yeah, is. So I'm going to use the following phrase. I just want you to know that I never use this phrase. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm disappointed, having said that. Right. So I hate using the word ha- words having said that. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm disappointed not because 
I have any hopes for the Titans. I'm, I'm as realistic a Titans fan as the, as the next person. But I have said on the overall sports show with Andrew Jarrell Jones and with you that Derrick Henry is one of the, I don't know, three, maybe four players who can wreck a game plan. When he's, uh, held, when he's healthy, it, yeah. It just doesn't even matter who you have on the opposing side of the field. doesn't matter what you were planning on doing. That in the same way you can't stop Patrick Mahomes when he's going supernova, yeah. Derrick Henry falls into that camp. I count a grand total of maybe four players who it doesn't really matter what you scheme on defense. They're going to do that. Mm -hmm. Derrick Henry, for the record, and I love Christian McCaffrey. He's amazing. Okay. You're hearing me out loud. I love Nick Chubb. I think he's amazing. Derrick Henry is arguably the only running back we have in the entire NFL who falls into that category. Mm -hmm. And I want, I want to make this clear. I love Christian McCaffrey. L-O-V-E, love. I love when they use him as a running back. I love when they use him as a slot receiver. I love when he has moved all over the field. Uh He is the most versatile running back in the entire NFL. Uh I'm not taking anything away from Christian McCaffrey, okay? Uh However, when Derrick Henry decides that he is going to bulldoze 240-pound defensive ends, when he's just going to trample over them because they can't tackle them, that's a different thing, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm talking about. I understand that there are tough running backs. I understand that there are powerful running backs. Nobody is as tough or as powerful as Derrick Henry when he is on a supernova. So where is he going to go? Josh, I'll tell you what I think Josh, should... I, Can I ask you a question? Well, if you're, you're representing Bill's, Bill's Mafia, so, Josh, yeah. Yeah. if you're the Bills, would you do it? Well, who's in charge? Let's be very, so let's be very clear. Who's in charge of the team? Is it Brandon Bean or is it Sean McDermott? Just tell me out loud. For me, it has to be Bean. He's a GM. But well, Brandon Bean, no. Right. Brandon Bean is going to say, look, we only have limited resources. We can't invest in somebody who is going to just demolish our cap. We know that he has no guaranteed money. We know that we can cut him next year, but we have to resign Tremaine Edmonds. We have to continue to be great. And the only way we can do that is by going with James Cook and being – um, lame and stupid and boring. <laughs> now ask me again. Ask me. Tell me it's Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. Fuck yes. <laughs> I have the opportunity to like have Stefan Diggs. I don't know what attention you're planning on giving Stefan Diggs, right? Like I was excited about Saquon Barkley. That'd be really nice because he can also play slot receiver. Yes. Fuck all that shit. I have Derrick Henry and Josh Allen in the same backfield, and you're a linebacker. First off, do you even think you can tackle us? Nope. I'm not, like, no, like one-on-one. No, I'm going to hurdle you. I'm going to plow over yep. you. Like, it's ridiculous. Yep. Like, if Derek, first off, Derek Henry will never, Josh Allen will never see as many people in the box as if Derek Henry gets there. You want Josh Allen to be able to throw? You want Josh Allen to have one-on-one matchups on the outside? Bring Derek Henry and see if any linebacker ever plays coverage again. Yep. It'd be ridiculous. Yep. You would have, you would have a seven-man front Every single time. And anytime you didn't, Derrick Henry would run the ball. You want Josh Allen to stay healthy? You, you want him not to run so much? Put Derrick Henry back there. Mm-hmm. You want to know what life is like without Devin Singletary getting you five yards? Instead, you'd like to see some chunk plays? Put Derrick Henry back there. Yep. And let's see what happens. Are you committed to running ball or are you not committed to running ball? And uh-huh. if you are committed to running the ball, then you throw Derrick Henry in there and you're just like, 
you know what? I get it that our defense, you know, let us down last year. They were on the field and blah, 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 blah. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to run the fuck out of Derrick Henry. Exactly. Money left on his deal, like contract. Bro, you have two running backs, Josh Allen and him. Yeah, you're done. You're done. And, like, if you're the Bills, what are you willing to give up for that? Knowing that Tennessee wants to get off of him. I say a second-round pick. And the real question is whether or not you can convince Tennessee to just take that second rounder or whether they need the first. I would do everything in my power to not give up the first because I think the Bills have another need um, that would be best addressed in the first round. I agree. I agree. And Josh, I mean, they're the only team I could think of because can you name another team that would use Henry? Like, I mean, I know the Rams being running back, but hell, that's that's cancer for Derek Henry. Let's be real. The Rams line sucks. So can you name me a team except for the Bills that can use a Henry right now? Um, nobody nobody like that, right? Not yeah. not like the Bills. The Bills need the most. Yes. Okay. So all, full disclosure that the Bills are – sorry, hold on a second. The Bills are the one team that really needs a Derrick Henry. Like yep. they need the most. But from there – like lots of teams could use a Derrick Henry. You could make a case the Dolphins could use yeah. Derrick Henry more than Tom Brady. They don't have a first round pick. Keep going. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, I know we're going to get to it in just a oh, second. Yeah. Oh you, yeah. You can. I mean, the thing is, is that if you're an NFC team and you have an opportunity to get Derrick Henry and you know rip that away, and all of a sudden now you have the running game. I mean, I know you like Tony Pollard. Like I, I get it. You know, and he's coming off his ACL. I would much rather have Derrick Henry if I'm the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Much rather have him than Ezekiel Elliott, one for one. Yep. Um, if I'm the Giants and I can't work out a deal with Saquon, although it looks like they're going to franchise tag him, um, yeah, I would much rather. Like, I would rather have him than, I don't know, every running back except for Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Like, you know who does have a first rounder that could do it? I have a feeling they, they could do it, but – but I doubt it because he's a, I mean, Derek Henry's 28. I think they want to go young. But you know who can do it and has the pick to do it? It's Philadelphia. Now, will Philadelphia do it? I mean, uh, I mean, if I, I mean, if I was them, I mean, shit, I would go for it again. I mean, why not? I mean, you, you have AJ Brown there. Why not? But the question is going to be do they have the cast space to do it? If I'm Philly, I mean, I don't think they'll do it, Josh. I mean, I think they'll get a running back in free agency. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, shit. If they, it's I mean, just- Cap is so tight for them. Exactly, exactly. Not, they gotta, and it's looking, the, like, it's looking like CJ is going to be a free agent. They're not going to tag him. So, damn. So, Bradbury and him is going to be uh, is going to be a free agent. Goddamn. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I just – so, here's what I think. I, I think that James Bradbury is seeking a long-term deal, and I think he's probably going to get it, right? Now, how much is he going to get? I think after – I think everybody learned their lesson with the Chardavius Ward and – jc jackson deals jc jackson got the mega deal from the los angeles chargers had one abdomen injury and all of a sudden he was out chardavius ward got the medium-sized deal from the san francisco 49ers and played accurately so like what precisely is james bradbury looking for is he looking for a jc jackson contract i don't think he's gonna get it is he looking for a chardavius ward contract uh you better believe it if you're the Detroit Lions, you're interested, you know. As for C.J. Gardner-Johnson, he's the younger of the two. Yeah. So what are you replacing? Yeah. If you're replacing, I don't know, just the, for instance, Jordan Poyer, then maybe. Yeah. But if you're looking to replace, 
like, here's the only example I can think of because I'm talking to a 49ers fan. If you're looking to replace him as a, as a cornerback, I think the answer is no. no. But if you're looking to replace him as a safety hybrid yeah. who, can, who can drop in, I think that he's got some value yes. on the free market. I don't know where he's going to go, but I think he's going to have a market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But well, to be fair, just to be fair to the whole cause, um, they have a very – it's a very loaded safety class. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. So, Doss, let's be, let's be real. No, no, Doss, let's be real. This draft is a loaded defensive-minded draft. Yeah, I mean, but not not as deep as the safety free agent. Yeah, class. yeah. Like yeah. the safety free agent class is just loaded. Yes. Both Bengal safeties, Jordan Poyer, uh, Marky Marcus Allen, and now C.J. Gardner Johnson. If you want a safety, they're available. Yeah, that's all I'm saying about all I'm saying. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, a lot of them. And also, Josh, for Tennessee fans, like obviously they're in full rebuild mode, and we'll see what they get for Henry. I mean, I mean now, now I don't know if they're gonna keep Tannehill. Um, maybe they should because for rebuild mode. But, uh, but man, I mean, they gotta find their next AJ Brown. I mean, shit, they need another receiver. Um, so Tennessee fans, I love you. Good luck for the GM for the. Uh, uh, t- Tennessee because he came from San Francisco. So I mean, at the end of the day, it's I'm gonna root for them. I'm gonna root for them. I'm gonna root for them because of that man came from San Francisco, and hopefully he'll he'll fix that team up, uh, Josh, because they need. See, I'll say this: defensive line, they don't. They're fine with there now. Now, they, they, obviously, hopefully, Jamal Burks work, works out for them. Then they another receiver, obviously, and losing Darren Henry will, will, will be big. Because because there's no Derrick Henry in this draft. I mean, unless you think B.J. Robinson could be the next Henry, which I don't think so. He's a good running back, so don't get me wrong. But but you get what I'm saying, Josh. But but, but so let me ask you this, Josh. So make Tennessee fans happy. What 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 can you make them? What can you tell Tennessee fans to make them happy about their future at least? Okay. Tennessee fans, you have a dominant player on your defense even if you get rid of this dominant offensive player. Yes. There's Derrick Henry, there's Jeffrey Simmons, and Mike Rabel has proven that he can coach up on defense. I agree. So what is going on right now, this year, twenty, the year of our Lord, 2023, <laughs> is you are building, you are tearing down all of the bad contracts that the previous administration is sort of forced into. Yep. That's going on. What compensation can you get for those bad contracts? Now, Bud Dupree was never going to get you anything because he was always injured. Yeah. Right? And if you're going to feel frustrated about Bud Dupree, what makes you think other general managers aren't going to feel frustrated? Exactly, yep. Ridiculous. You were never going to get anything from Bud Dupree. However, Derrick Henry should net you something. Yeah. What is that something? I don't know. But I do know that it will net you something, right? Can you get that first-round pick for Derrick Henry? I'm not sure, but something tells me yes. Mm. But just because I'm not, just because I'm saying yes, doesn't mean you should feel it in your heart. Exactly. Like, yeah. What you should feel in your heart is that you should definitely be able to get a second round pick. Yeah. That you can feel fairly confident about. I think, think being the operative word, that you might be able to get a first round pick for Derrick Henry. Uh-huh. And if you do, well, then that's a bad contract that you're getting out of. Mm. And I, I, dude, if you're a Titans fan, okay, and you're listening to Vince Size podcast, you have to remember that with Derrick Henry, you went seven and ten. Yep, he was healthy the whole year, 
right? And you went seven and ten, and you ended the season on a seven game losing streak. Yep. Okay. So if you are able to extract value from Derrick Henry, um, then you need to go and do that, right? Yep. So what is value to you? Is value to you a second round pick? Because if it's a second round pick, you're going to get it. Oh and yeah, that's easy. That's easy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know you want a first round pick. I got it. Right. But if you don't get a first round pick, a second rounder is definitely waiting for you. Yeah. So that's what you can do to feel good. Understand that you have a team that had a lot of bloated contracts. Yeah. Whether it was Taylor Lewan or whether it was Bud Dupree. Yep. Like you had a lot of bloated contracts. This is called eating your vegetables. Yep. With all of that said, unless the Colts just strike gold at quarterback, you're still the second best team in the AFC South. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what does that mean? Right. I mean, I don't know. Like, what does that mean? Seven and 10, six and six and 11. Uh I know. But the point is that you're going to be better than the Texans. Yeah. That's happy. So that's how we make Titans fans feel good. They will still be better than the Texans. And also, also, you can't blame Tennessee for training Derrick Henry now because he's 28. And and also Derrick Henry has how many years left in your opinion, Josh? Three more good years, good years with Henry in your in your view? Maybe three? What? Say, say, give me the, give me the terms. So when you say how many years does he have left? Do you mean in his overall career? Do you mean as a career? Um, yeah, career. Yes. Career. A, a, being, a being King Henry. Yes. Well, of being King Henry, I think it's two. Of yeah. being like a viable running back is being someone who like, you know, you, you play and who you feel really good about five. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I agree with that. Is that that's such a horrible take? No, 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 no. I, I agree with you, which is why I'm with – listen, I love Derrick Henry, but I think Tennessee is being, being – I think what the GM is doing, Josh, he's being smart uh, smart here because because at the end of the day, they fu- he knows he knows he fucked – they fucked up with the A.J. Brown trade. So right now they're in full rebuild. And uh, listen, at the end of the day, like you said, if they had a good draft and they have a good free agency, we'll see what this team can do. Um, you're right. They might be the second best team in that division. I do think that Houston Texas can have an answer for that, uh, depending on what they do in free agency and the draft. But like, but hey, hey, we'll see who's right. <laughs> we will. And just so you know, at the end of free agency, no matter what the Texans do, I will be on the same boat as I am right now, which the Texans will not be the second best team in the AFC South. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm just I'm, you know you know me. I'm just working they're heading they're heading in the right direction, Vince. I'm yes, all the way yes, with they you. Are. Yes, they and are. in the event that it ends up in, like the New York Jets, right, where Robert, where D'Amico Ryan's is the next Robert Sala, then in three years we will be sitting here talking about like how great the Texans are. All the way with you, but for this year, right, this 2023, the year of our Lord, <laughs> I think they're the third best team. <laughs> the year of our Lord. Hold on. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's talk about um, the Chiefs because I, I can't wait to talk about this. Well, uh, this because, is... because they released yeah. Frank Clark. Let me ask you this, Josh. The release of Frank Clark, does that tell you Frank Clark is leaving? Oh, which, by the way, I hope he does because I would love, love Frank Clark and my people when they close up. But anyways, the release of Frank Clark, and I do believe they've released another player. I forget his name. But but obviously, they didn't franchise tag Orlando Brown Jr. So what does that tell you, Josh? Does that tell you, you know what? The release of Frank Clark means maybe the Chiefs are going to re-sign Orlando Brown Jr., which they they, they better be because they, that's, they, that should be smart thing to do. So the release of Frank Clark and that franchising tag Orlando Brown Jr., Josh, what does that tell you? So I just want everybody to, to 
to sort of clip that. So that was the 30 minute mark, give or take. I, I want everybody to sort of realize what Vince did. Vince spoke, he, he likes to make me seem like I'm the voice of all fans, that I know all about all of the teams and I know all about like the individual players and that I'm the voice of free agency and he's just the voice of the 49ers. But that's not really the truth. What Vince just did there at the 30 minute mark is he spoke for every single team and every general manager about the two topics. Yes, I did. If you're a Kansas city fan and you're looking at this, you must be sweating bullets. Mm, Yeah. No way in hell you didn't see what I saw which was a Patrick Mahomes who had two high ankle sprains in three playoff games. Whether or not you believe he was faking it, right, like I might, right, in the Super Bowl, I don't think he really had an ankle sprain. I think that was faking it, right? (laughs) But I do think he had an ankle sprain in that Cincinnati game. I agree, yeah. That I thought was real. That looked real to me. And if you saw Patrick Mahomes the way I saw Patrick Mahomes, you know that the offensive line is a serious need. The offensive line is everything right he's as amazing he's as amazing as he is because of the guys up front that he has yeah so one of two things is going to happen either you're going to resign Orlando Brown Jr. or you're not it's all thousand options but I will say this about that you will absolutely have competition for him he's not he is a genuine 20 million dollar a year player you'll remember I said that Deron Payne was a 20 million dollar player yep right Orlando I, I don't throw that around easily I'm not the NFL I'm not um, Bill Barnwell, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not um, Pete Frisco or Robert Mays. I don't think most of these players deserve $20 million a year. I think it's more like 10, 12, that neighborhood. Orlando Brown really is the top of the market. He really is a difference maker. Mm-hmm. If you don't resign Orlando Brown Jr., prepare for Patrick Mahomes to take a massive step back. Like a big step. I'm talking about like, Matthew McConaughey winning an Oscar for Interstellar to doing a Lincoln commercial. Yep. Step back. Uh, can I give you a little bit of breaking step. news? Uh, Dolphins have informed quarterback Byron Jones. has been bit, uh, He has been released, by the way. So there you yeah, go. We're, we're going to get to that, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, boy, he could have damaged his free agency any more than he did. Boy, should he have shut the fuck up. But we'll, we'll get to him in just a moment. Yeah, and also, we'll get uh, another breaking news. Jets team officials, officials are expected to travel today to Aaron Rodgers to meet with him in person per ESPN. Uh, Rob, Rob, I have to ask. I have yeah. to ask. Rodgers will get to Wait know. Wait a minute. Oh, I got to ask. I got to ask. Go ahead, Based go ahead. off the headline before you finish up. Good. Will they be meeting in the light or in the dark? Like, will they actually be able to see Aaron Rodgers or will this be in like an all dark room where nobody has any light? You're just assuming the voice you're talking to is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good one. All right, anyway, anyway, anyway. So um, Rodgers will get to know them. They will get to know him and we'll see where things go, but things are happening. So it's looking like Andrew Jones tomorrow. Wow. It might happen that he might be a Jet. Well, I mean, we, we, we've broken that down. I, I got to stay on Orlando Brown. We will get to Aaron Rodgers. I want everybody to know we are getting to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely yeah. happening. But I want to stay on Orlando Brown Jr. He's a true blue difference maker. Okay. Then um, you need to go and get yourself Aaron Rodgers. 
or not yep. Aaron Rodgers, um, Orlando Brown Jr. Somebody's doing it proper. <laughs> yeah, Aaron yeah well, yeah. Aaron Rodgers for the Jets. I mean, we've already sort of broken that down. But, but Orlando like, Brown Jr. is the know, real deal. Josh, I don't know if you know Deanna Rossini, but she just said New York Jets have flown on Woody Johnson's private plane. Lord have mercy. They get better. To, so, uh, so they're on Woody Johnson's private plane um, to California to meet with Aaron Rodgers in person. person. They land soon. Also reported by Ron and Dan Graziano, the Green Bay Packers have given New York permission to speak with Rodgers. So this could be official by tonight or tomorrow. It's uh, Man, things are going to get interesting, Josh, in about two hours. We'll see. Anyway, go ahead. Um, we Yeah, we are going to be we're, – we're following this very closely. Um, and what do you get for – we'll talk about it. I promise we will. Let's say Orlando Brown Jr. I've already said that he's a difference maker. The number of teams that he could go to where, yeah. like, he would make a genuine rock'em, sock'em difference, mm-hmm. um, like, is, it's just enormous. He could solidify protection for teams that are at, like, the top. The kind of teams where, like, when, when we talk about the Bengals and what do they need to get over the hump, yep. Orlando Brown Jr. is the answer to that question. We I agree. Preach, Josh. Preach for Bengals fans. Yep. We, talk, we talk about the Chargers and, like, what could they do to surpass um, the Chiefs. The answer is Orlando Brown Jr. And like, the if the Chargers sign Orlando Brown Jr., uh, I'm picking the Chargers for the division. If they can put Rashawn Slater on one side and Orlando Brown Jr. on the other, that's a division-winning move. And good right? luck. And good, when we, good when luck we talk about the Jaguars and, like, how should the Jaguars spend their money, Orlando Brown Jr. is the answer. When we talk about Lamar Jackson and we say, all right, well, what would make Lamar Jackson's life easier? Orlando Brown Jr. is the answer. And I just picked AFC teams just for the fuck of it, Right. But like the Dolphins with Teron Armstead on one side and Orlando Brown Jr. on the other, that's exciting. Also, that. also, by the way, by the way, Dolphin fan, that's not happening. You don't have the cat space for that. And also, and also, Ed Johnson, let's keep, let's keep it real. If the Bears were smart. They should get Orlando Brown Jr. too. Right. That's the kind of investment that's worth your hundred million dollars in cap space. He's the kind of player who you say, you know what? That's a guy worth breaking the bank for. Let your rookie grow with arguably the, the top four, top three t- tackle in the game in that neighborhood with Trent. Because we always talk like, oh, well, Trent Williams is the best. Is there anybody else, right? Uh, yeah, Orlando Brown Jr. is damn good at what he does as well. Like, he's in that neighborhood. And that's all you can ask for, right? I get it that you want the best. Everybody wants the best, right? But then once you get after that, you're like, okay, well, who's actually in the neighborhood? Mm-hmm. And the answer to that question um, is Orlando Brown is Orlando Brown Jr. Like he's the actual um, he's he's the actual answer to like who's in the neighborhood um, is is Orlando Brown Jr. Like I, I think he's a huge deal. So can the Chiefs resign him? They better. And then the other half of that, right, is Frank Clark is. is um, Vince Size spoke for every fan base under the sun who has a good defensive end about Frank Clark. Like you didn't catch it because he was just thinking about um, Nick Bosa, right? Yeah. But the yeah. truth is that everybody who has a good defensive end, everybody who has a defensive end who you're like, oh, wow, you know, what would it be like if Joey Bosa had Frank Clark on the opposite end with Khalil Mack rushing from the interior? Everybody's doing it, right? Yeah. Everybody's doing it. I guarantee you right now in, in Bill's country, they're like, how would it be if Von Miller was on one side and Frank Clark was on the other? Everybody's feeling that way, right? Yeah. And so he's going to get the kind of contract that is going to keep the Super Bowl contenders out of it. He is not Von Miller, okay? He is not among that group of people. However, 
there will be some team who's going to be like, God, wouldn't it be cool if I had Demarcus Lawrence on one side and Frank Clark on the other? He's absolutely, somebody is going to overpay for him. The question is, is it going to be your team? But all 32 teams will have interest. Everybody will have interest. It will come down to price. And because everybody's interested, his price is going to go up. And that's the reason the Chiefs cut him. That's it. That's the reason. Because you can't afford to pay him $20 million a year. He's not that player. But is he a $10 a year player? I would say no. However, I think a lot of the market would disagree with me. And that should tell you how big a deal he's going to be. Right, the only right. reason why Josh, I mentioned my team is because we were interested in him last, uh, last year. Um, actually, no, the year before that. So that's yeah, why I mentioned my team. And also, 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 like, okay. also, Josh, my defensive line coach, Chris Kasarik, he loves Michigan players, which, by the way, Frank Clark played who? Played for who? Michigan. Michigan, yeah. Michigan man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so I'll tell you who I want for the 49ers since we're right, here. Go ahead, go ahead. I want Marcus Davenport. That's who I want. I think Josh, he, you read my mind. I think his market is going to be depressed. I don't think he's going to get the kind of contract that um, he's supposed to. I think he's young enough that he can still make an impact, and I think he needs somebody to kick his ass on defense. And That's Josh, I, and who can and, resurrect his career? Chris and Kasseri. that would be you guys. And it's Chris Kasseri. That's the answer. But go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm all the way with you. I, I like That's who I want for your team. And I don't think he's going to have the market that a Frank Clark is going to have. And I think that's stupid. I would rather have Marcus Davenport, but I'm not in charge. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Always important to remember when your team doesn't do what I told them to do, just for everybody listening to the Size podcast, all the general managers in the NFL, I want you to remember that even though I think your team should do it, I'm not the one who makes the decisions. Yeah. So in other words, just because we're talking to all of the NFL general managers and they're all listening to us, doesn't mean that they're going to actually do what we say. Uh-huh. So when you're interested in sending the hate mail to Vince Size on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. don't send it to them. Send it to your favorite general manager because they're the ones who didn't do what we told them. I agree. Preach. You're preaching, Josh. <laughs> and also, by the way, the Bucks are releasing Donovan Smith, the left tackle. Look at that. Ugh, so stupid. We talked about this on the Vince Size podcast, too. Yeah, we did. Josh, we're, the, we're, we're good, man. See, people don't listen to us. See, see Josh focused on the cast space. You see, that's what fans don't understand, Josh. But anybody, let me ask you this, though, real, real quick. And I'm with you. I do think San Francisco should get Marcus Davenport. How shocked would you be if – I don't think you wouldn't be shocked. Would you be shocked if Frank Clark is in San Francisco by next week? He has to decide that it's about winning and not that's about true. money. That's if it's about that's money, true. then the answer is yes. No. Like, if you're going to give him the $20 million a year that he was scheduled to get for Kansas City – then I'm going to be like, okay, wow, I just really am stunned. Yep. However, if Frank Clark is like, you know what, one year, $5 million, I want to win a championship, he's all yours, man. The problem is, and I, I really mean this, man, I think I don't think the problem is your team. I think the problem is your money. Yeah. Makes sense? Yes, yes, and yes. Like, he's going to ha- the problem with Frank Clark is that everybody's going to feel the way you expressed it. Yeah. Right? It, like, if you're the Lions, right, if you're the Lions – and you're like, God, I have Aiden Hutchinson on one side and Frank Clark on the other. Doesn't that argument work? Yeah, it should. Yeah. Like, I can go down all the teams that you want, right? I can go everywhere. Like, it, wouldn't it be like, if you're the Packers, God, wouldn't it be great if I had Randall Gary on one side and um, and Frank Clark on the other, right? Yeah. It's every team. Every team that needs a defensive end will make the same argument that you just made. Yeah. And the question is, 
if they all do, and Frank Clark gets 15 to 16 phone calls, do you think he's signing for one year $5 million? Hell no, unless he wants to win. And that's the question. What is it about really for you, Frank? Is it about winning, considering you already have two Super Bowl rings? Or is it about money? Or is it about money? So in other words, it's like, it's like Ramsey. Is it money yeah. or is it yeah, Okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. I like that. Okay. Um, speaking of. Okay, so now I got to talk to you about this, uh, John, before we get the car. Now, Albert Breer said it yesterday. On his, uh, I know, I know. He said, <laughs> I don't believe it until I see it, but he brought up the Niners for Jesse Bates. Okay? Now, I feel like he said that to drive up the price. I, I don't think Jesse – I don't think we're going to need Jesse Bates. I doubt that. I think we're going to go for mid-players, which I'm okay with, by the way, because you know Kyle wants to go depth, which I'm okay with, by the way. That's how we won games. So I'm guessing Jesse Bates is going to go to a higher bid. Obviously, I'm guessing it's, they're probably the favorites. I'm guessing he's probably going to be a bear, which I think that will probably be smart to do if you're the bear, right? But go ahead. I would love that for yeah. Brisker. You're, you're, you're not guessing wrong. He's going to go to whoever is the highest bidder. That was the whole reason that he took the franchise tag <laughs> last year. Like this, mm-hmm. this is, this is the whole reason that he, you know, he and the Bengals had any issues in the first place. Mm-hmm. If it was just about signing a deal, he would be with the Bengals, right? His situation is different than like, he's the one player who really shouldn't be a free agent. He's the one who should have just taken the Bengals money when they offered it to him, the five year, $40 million deal. I get it, but it's not top of the market. I understand. I, I got it the first time. Right. Like when the Bengals offered him five years, 40 million with 24 million guaranteed, he should have been like, you know what? I'm going to be with Joe Burrow and I'm going to be winning champ. I'm going to be competing for championships every single year. The fact that they had to franchise tag him because he felt disrespected tells you everything you need to know about Jesse Bates, that it's not about the winning. It's about the, what can I get for me? He's going to the top of the market. He's not going to the 49ers. This period. He's gonna he's gonna have a market. Now, whether that market is fifteen million dollars a year, which is I know what he's looking for, or whether it's like twelve million dollars a year, I don't know that I can answer that question for you, but mm-hmm. I can promise you that it's not going to be a one year deal. I, I can book book it. He will get he will get a multi year deal. It's just how multi is it? Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm guessing is probably gonna be a bear with because because they have a lot of money. They have no excuses not to spend on defense and obviously on your line. Anyways, thank, thank you, Josh. Now, let's go with my favorite guy. And because I did say on the Vinside Podcast show that what did I tell you, Josh? Derek Carr will be a what? A Saint. And, you know, shout out to Derek Carr, which, by the way, I, think, I do think the Saints are the favorites to win that division. That's not saying much because Tampa Bay is, is going to stink. Obviously, now you're seeing it. And, uh, you know, good luck to the Falcons. I hope they can do well in the draft and free agency. We'll see what they do. They have a lot of money, too. Um, and uh, the Panthers, they have a good staff, though, depending on who their quarterback is. Hopefully, they can get more receivers. But I do like the Panthers as well. But to me, as of right now, the Saints should be the favorites. I'll, and also, Josh, I would not be surprised if um, Michael Tommy gets caught. We'll see what happens there. But they might, Seuss might lose some points. Davenport, like you said, to San Francisco. But your thoughts? And I, and I talked to Andrew yesterday on the show. Shout out to Andrew Jones, my, uh, our overall friend. He's a, probably the best host, uh, but the, you know, you know, the overall sports show is the best uh, afternoon show in America. Uh, but anyways, um, I think the Saints are the favorites to win that division, and that should not be saying much. Josh, your thoughts? Yeah, and, we we wildly disagree. I okay, mean, I know okay. the Bucks are the Bucks are over are upheaving things, but I still think it's the Falcons to to lose. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, the 
the Falcons have the cap space. The Falcons are going to be able to do whatever they want in free agency. The Falcons have built their team the right way. Um, and the Saints have Derek Carr. And I don't know how many different times we have to go through the whole Derek Carr thing. But he's not good, Vince. He's not good. He hasn't been good. There's no point in history where you're thinking to yourself, you know who I really need to take the next step? It's Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody has ever said that truthfully. Mm-hmm. Right. And I say truthfully because apparently that's what the New York Jets told Derek Carr, that apparently he won New York. He'd be a Hall of Famer. It's ridiculous. He's not a Hall of Famer. He's not a Hall of Famer. Daniel Jones isn't a Hall of Famer. And getting Derek Carr doesn't do anything for you. You should have stuck with Andy Dalton. You should have stuck with Andy Dalton. It does nothing for you except hamstring your cap even more. Yeah, yeah. But the reason they did it was because they have Chris Olave. Yes, he did. And okay. they don't want Chris Olave catching like 20 yard passes. They want him catching 40 yard bombs. And that's what Derek Carr can do, right? I would expect Derek Carr to be heaving bombs to Chris, Chris Olave and continue yep. finishing in second or third place for the next five years, however long that contract is. Totally awful contract. And they're going to end up having to sacrifice some really good players because. Yep. Oh yeah, awful contract. Oh yeah, awful. oh yeah. I think Marcus Davenport is gone. It looks look like Jameis Winston might be gone. And also, let's let's keep it real, Josh. Um, they love white quarterbacks. Look, look at Taysom Hill. I mean, look at Ian Book. So you could, so you got three white guys, right? You got you got Derek Carr, you got Ian Book, and then you got um, you know, Taysom Hill. Look at look at that, Josh. So hold on, hold on, my, my bad. So, but anyway, anyways, I'm serious. In all seriousness, and hopefully, Saints fans listen to this. I do think you guys won the division, but Josh got the Falcons. But you know what? We'll see who's right. I think one of us is going to be right because that's not saying much because the NFC South, it's, it's, it's terrible. Look, look, it's how bad, that's how bad it is. You can win eight games. You can still win. Look at that. No, but seriously, Josh. So, um, uh, with, that, with that being said, uh, what, what was it? Yeah, what, what I think about? the Saints suck. Let's, let's put it that way. Third or fourth place, that's my prediction. And in the event that you get to second, that's a win. But okay. Derek, not influence your win total up or down. Okay. The Saints. Now, here we go. Now, Josh, let's go with Seattle fan, which I think Seattle fans are going to be there with me, by the way. Joe, let's go with them. Besides Geno Smith, Smith, which, by the way, congratulations on Geno Smith. I'm happy about Geno Smith. He proved everybody wrong last year. It was a great story. He got a three-year deal, which, by the way, my prediction is I think they're going to draft a quarterback next year because I think they're more, more focused on getting defensive players this year, which I think we probably would agree, which, by the way, I'm going to play the G just – I'm going to play this Gino video because I, I love Gino. But anyway, let's shout out to Gino. They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. But anyway, shout out to Gino. Josh, your thoughts? And should Seattle fans be happy about their future? Because I think their future quarterback is going to be next year, which I think is going to be Caleb Williams. What do you, what do you think, Josh? Do you think Seattle fans are going to be happy? I think Seattle fans have every reason to be happy. We totally, um, we totally agree on um, – on this, um, on this idea, like we're 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 in lockstep. But the thing that we disagree about is that I don't think that the Seahawks need to worry about um, Caleb Williams. I don't think they need to worry about taking a quarterback at all. I think Gino for three years is going to be fine. And in those second and third years, not this year. This year it sucks. But next year, it's a twenty million dollar cap hit, man. Mm. That's reasonable. That's fine. Like he's a twenty million dollar a year quarterback because quarterbacks get overpaid. But like, if we ask this question all the time, right? 
are you willing to pay $40 million to be in the middle, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what you'd be doing with Daniel Jones. It's what you're doing with Derek Carr. Geno Smith isn't asking you for $40 million. He's asking you for 20. Mm. All means, man, by all means, build your team. Geno Smith is absolutely a $20 million a year. And by the way, smart man, by the way, keep going. Yep. No, it's great. It's great. You know, like I'm, I'm all for the, um, for, for what, what Seattle is doing here. I really think it's good. And then additionally with the Jalen Carter news, it wouldn't shock me at all. If they got Jalen Carter at five, they are out of the quarterback market. So your question, and I'll, I'll fling this question at you knowing the way Anthony Richardson worked out, knowing the CJ Stroud, uh, Bryce Young debate, knowing we'll leave this. So I just named four quarterbacks, right? uh-huh. Anthony Richardson after the workout. If you're the Rams or not the Rams, the Raiders, is there any way in hell that you can't justify at least moving to five? Interesting. Interesting. So you I think, think yeah, so you think, you think Seattle's going to trade, trade up, trade down, they, trade down. They have to, if the bit first off the bears are going to, right. Yeah. But then second of all, like, the like the next phone call is to Seattle, right? Assume for the moment that Indianapolis wants to go from four to one. They're actually going to fall in love with someone. So now you know that Houston's going to take one at two. You have two choices in the top five. Whoever's at four, right? Because I just moved Indianapolis, right? And whoever is at and whoever's at five, because Arizona at three is also not going to take a quarterback. But the difference is is that Arizona is dumb. Yeah. And so Arizona's not going to trade the pick. They're going to just sit there. And they're going to take somebody ridiculous. They're going to take Peter Skowanski or something like that. You mark my words. The third pick is not going to get moved, and someone stupid is going to go to Arizona. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Hopefully for Cardinal fans' sake, that doesn't happen because I think they need it. And if I was damn focused more on defense because this draft is a mostly defensive-minded draft, so you got it and you have no excuses not to draft defense in this draft. And, and Johnson, I'm with you. I think the only team – I think the two teams are going to fuck it up, and I hope I'm wrong. And shout-out to my Raider fans that are listening to this. Uh, shout-out to my boy Nick and uh, all the Raider fans. But but my my guess is that the teams are going to fuck it up, in my opinion. I think you're right, Josh. It's, it's going to be the Cardinals. And the other team, is, it's going to be – and I hope I'm wrong. I think the Bears are going to fuck it up too. We'll see. I'm, I'm hearing good things about the Bears and their management right now. I'm hearing they want to trade that pick. I'm hearing that they're going which to – Which is smart. Which is smart. And what we just talked about makes all the sense in the world for the Bears with the Orlando Brown thing. Like, that's someone to really, like – yeah, no, no, they do that. They're, they're smart, and obviously, and obviously, the other team we could pick on is the Raiders because uh, Josh McDaniels and obviously their front office, obviously, and now they, they want to trade one of their tight ends, which is kind of kind of stupid. But that's neither here nor there, Josh. Um, well, anyway. how would you, how would you feel about the Bears if for I don't know, let's say twenty million dollars a year, they got Orlando Brown, and then let's say for ten to fifteen that neighborhood, they got Dalton Schultz? How would you feel? They would be interesting. Well, if they're interesting after those, if they're only those two moves, what does it say about them? They're smart, becoming smart. Yeah. So Orlando Brown is like if you if you have a hole burning in your pocket, <laughs> yeah. isn't Orlando Brown the person to spend that money on? Yes, yes, that's, it's, yeah. that's, that's I, their missing that's their missing piece. 
Yeah, that well, not they're missing, man. They have a thousand missing pieces, but that's at least the piece to like get started with. That's a building block. Yeah. And that's my hope for them. All right, continue on. Let's. Oh uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's Oh yeah, oh yeah. So we talked about Ramsey. We talked about Derek Carr. Um, we now we're gonna talk about um. So real quick, so my squad, real quick, because I want, I want to see because because I'm talking Niners concert later today with my, my <laughs> man Wayne Brazy, so I can't wait for that. Yeah. But so let me ask you this, Josh. But which I'm, I'm going to tell you this right. What do you think Charles' uh, menu's mark is going to be, in your opinion? Um, I think it's going to be surprisingly low. So you think there's a possibility that he could stay with us? Yeah, I, I kind of do. Okay, I, so that's good I, for I, us. Thought, that's good but, for us. That's good for him. What about what about uh, his name, Samson Ebocom? Is he going? Is is that going to cost him a lot? Is he going to cost a lot, or do you think he's going to take low? And I think he's going to definitely get low. The real question is whether Charles Amenahu is going to get over the top on, of the Houston Texans money, right? Like the Houston Texans are coming for your players, right? Because they've yep. got the Orions, they've got the San Francisco connection. They're, they're coming. And the question is whether or not um, what, whether or not um, the Texans what, whether or not the Texans are willing to overpay. And I think Omenahu falls sort of into that category, right? Like if he's looking for a free agency deal right now, he's the kind of guy who could come back. Acubon's a different story. I think that it's more likely that he might find a dried up market. Now the question is, are you willing to go say two years 20 or two years 30 with Omenahu? I think the answer should be yes. Yes, yes, I would, yeah. I, just because I think that, again, I'm not John Lynch, right? Exactly, exactly, Do you yeah. really have the money to invest in that? Yeah. I'll say this. The, uh, here's what I know, Josh, who I think is going to leave for sure. Jimmy Ward, I, I'm calling you right now. He's going to be a Texan. So you can mark it down on the Vince Size Podcast Show. And there you go. He's mark down. Yes, sir. I think it's either, if I had to guess who stays, Charles or Samson, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Charles, and I'm okay with that. So, in other words, we're probably looking for a defensive. I think we're going to make two huge moves next week. I think it's going to be Davenport. It's, it's either going to be Davenport, maybe Frank Clark, because I do think with that tweet from Lombardi, it's going to be one of those players. I do think I, I do think Davenport's a possibility. That's number one. Yep. Two, I would not be surprised if they wanted to bring back Arden Key, which that I would be okay with. I'm fine with that too. I think that's completely reasonable. I don't think that's such an over the top kind of take. I don't think Arden Key's market is going to be big at all. No. So I'm square with that. And the question is like, what are you precisely investing? Right? Like how much are you really willing to devote? And I think that what you're going to discover is you're going to discover that there are tiers of tight ends. Right? Like what, like how much do you really want to invest? I know that the media always gets these numbers from these agents that like every player is worth $15 million a year. Having followed the NFL and actual free agency, it's not the case. Usually like, I know the top of the market looks that way, but like, I don't think Charles Amenahu is going to reset the top of the market. Ali Arden, he is going to reset the market. I don't think that you've got that talent out here to reset the market. So then what? Right. So Mm -hmm. then what? looking at are we looking at one year 10 are we looking at one year five mm-hmm. and that determine what kind of player that you get yep 
That's my analysis. I know that's like, oh, anyone can tell you that it's all going to be about how much money you're going to spend. That's right. Anyone can. So what names do you put at one year, $5 million? Is it Arden Key or is it Frank Clark? I would assume I would assume Kyle would, 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 would want more depth, which I think would be Arden Key. Yeah, that's a good assumption. Well, listen, if they, if, if they want Frank Clark, which they want him two years ago, I'm okay with that. So either way, so Josh, either way, Niner fans should be happy next week. Yeah, well, duh, they should be happy next week. I mean, the one thing they're not happy with is they're not, they're not getting any Brock Purdy updates. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Now, that's no, Josh. Now, that is overlap. There we go. No, shout out to, to Josh. Josh, there we go. There we go. Move it. There we go. That's, that's, well, that's the one. All Thank I, you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. I like to make jokes. All right, so where do you want to go now? Do you want to go to the draft? Where, where do you want to go? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Also, which, by the way, two minutes ago, by the way, Brees Hall just said, don't mind me just manifesting Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, look at that. You know what Ian Rappaport says? A lot of things going on around today. So, man, oh, man, oh, man. Maybe this Aaron Rodgers news might come through later on in this podcast. Look at that. And look at – also, Gardner uh, – Gardner made his pence to Aaron Rodgers just now. I, Aaron Rodgers, I promise you, if you become a Jet, I won't pick you off in practice. I'll burn the cheese head. Look at, look at that. Look at what Josh, look at what Sauce Gardner is doing. How about that? Um, um, uh, uh, Josh, do you think Sauce Gardner is going to join Aaron Rodgers in the in the in the darkness? Um, I want him to. I I want. Okay, it's like this. I know everybody thinks that I'm a Bills fan, and like, <laughs> I I am quasi. Yes. But I also think that I'm really an overarching NFL fan. I think that I. Analyze all of the. Oh, we didn't cover Byron Jones. We'll we'll talk about that in a second. Yes. Um, But like, really, what it is is I'm a fan of good teams being built. I'm a fantasy fan, but in real life, I'm a general managing fan. I follow. That's that's a good. That's a good thing. I follow all of the different players. I know what my own thoughts are regarding who the best is at at each each individual position. And in the event that they stay healthy, and in the event that Aaron Rodgers goes to the Green Bay Packers, I think the Bills are going to be second. In that division, I think I think Jets can make the wild card. Wild card's nice. There you go. Oh, the Bills will still make the wild card, but I think you're going to be looking at a Jets team that can really compete, a Jets team that can really be like good and proper, scary if they stay healthy. Well, obviously, you can say they stay healthy um, about anybody. And also, Josh, if Rodgers does go does go to the Jets, which probably is going to happen, what's your advice for Zach Wilson? He's a backup man. What's your what's your advice for him? Um, I don't know. Find out where Leslie Frazier went, and see if you can see if you can find the nursing home that he's going to get in, and see if you can slip in on on his wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. That's my advice for Zach Wilson. Okay, okay. Anyways, Brown Jones. You're talking about release, by the way. For, go, for go to some more Lakers games. What should I say to Zach Wilson? Find out what Larissa Pippen is doing. What should I say? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, Dolphin fans, by the way, Dolphin fans are listening to this. Right. Byron Jones, what's your thoughts about Byron Jones' release? It's what does that tell you? It's a bad situation, right? Like, his situation is really good and proper sad. Like, if he can't run anymore, if he can't play anymore, then why invest in Byron Jones at all? Yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, his situation is, is, like, good and proper sad. He Apparently, he can't walk. And if you're... A, if you're an NFL player and you're like, and everybody's got the same offer, 
and somebody comes in and is like, you know what? I mean, you can play for them, but if you get injured, that training staff is going to make it so you can't walk again. How can you trust the Dolphins at all? I couldn't. I wouldn't play for them. But Beverly Dolphin fans are like, we got Vic Vangio. We got Vic Vangio, Josh. We got him. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I like the Byron Jones situation is a reason to be sad. Like that's a good reason. If he really can't walk and really can't run or play football because of what the training staff did to him. Now you're talking about like a lawsuit. You're talking about a reason to be distraught. Mm-hmm. Also, also, Josh, you hear about the corner from the Jaguars that is getting released as well? No, what's what's this? The corner, I think, is Griffin, right? Yeah, Griffin, Griffin. Um, tell me a little about him. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know him. Yeah, can... so he's getting released. I was, he's getting released pretty soon. So it's either gonna do it, they're gonna trade him or they're gonna release him. I, I, I'm assuming they're gonna release him probably before 4 p.m. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, that's what I'm hearing, and that's gonna be, that's gonna be, that's gonna be a good set. That's gonna be good. For the quarterback, cornerback market, and maybe maybe Detroit decides to go to, with Griffin over uh, Angela Ramsey, which actually that's kind of pretty smart, actually. But we'll see what happens there. But uh, and on on now, dog, we can focus on the draft. So, what was your thoughts with the combine? Which, by the way, shout out to Anthony freaking Richardson. Well, that was, and which, by the way, we'll leave that you. was going to be my shout out. That was going to be what I said. That was the game, man. That was where I was going to go with it. Um, I mean, I think Anthony Richardson is the real deal. I don't see how anybody like I, I like I don't know what you're I, I don't know what you're looking at if you're not like observing what Anthony Richards is doing. Like how many different records does this guy have to beat in mobility before you're like, you know what, maybe he's maybe he's worth a chance. Like you're talking about all-time records. You're talking about like the fat about like the highest jump ever right for a quarterback you're, you're talking about like a guy with all the physical tools running faster than all the other quarterbacks at the combine getting damn close to the cam newton records like to sit there and be like no let's not take a chance on him he's too raw you're out of your mind and the other nfl teams are not that stupid yeah. he's gonna go he's gonna go my prediction is, is that the quarterbacks will all be gone by number seven seven is the threshold Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think any, I don't think Will Levis. I don't think Anthony Richardson. I don't think Bryce Young. I don't think CJ Stroud. I think they're all going to be gone by the seventh pick in the draft. I agree. Right? I agree. So, like, the seventh pick is the floor. And the real question is are the Raiders going to move up so that they can get, like, whoever their guy is? And, like, that means trade up, right? That means a trade opportunity. And if you're the Bears, I, I told you this too. I told you this last week when we did this. I stand by it. Like you're getting more than one for future first round pick. It's just not happening. Like if you give off that, if you get off that first pick and you're able to get a, and you're basically offering somebody a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal, you are getting multiple first round picks. Mm-hmm. The question is, are you trading down once? Or are you trading down twice? That's it, right? And the issue is that you don't know if you're trading down once or twice because you don't know what the Cardinals are going to do, except that they're going to screw it up. Right? Yeah. If you if you trade, if you're the if you're the Arizona Cardinals and they trade, right? Well, now all of a sudden, like, so if you want to trade with Indianapolis and Indianapolis can go to one, why the fuck would you ever do that unless they're giving you both picks? Exactly. Why would you? Because you're going to get it from the Raiders. You can book it that you're going to get all of their first round picks. Yeah. 
You know, like that's going to happen. Now, let me ask you this, Josh. If you're Anthony Richardson, what spot is good, good, good for him? Is it the Raiders or is it the Panthers? I, I, I like. Uh, I, I, so listen, no good. There, there is no. The, the Raiders is a good spot. Is just that's just not true. Like, they, like that's not a real thing. The, the Raiders <laughs> are never a good spot for a quarterback, even when they have Devontae Adams. Um, that's just not reality. Um, is it because is it because of Josh McFraud? Is that why? Well, that's one reason. But like, also they need an offensive line. They need, like, people up there. They need the Orlando Browns of the world. Like, they're the team that really, really needs it, yeah. right? And they and they just can't get it. They just they haven't been able to get it. And you can say it's for whatever reason that you want, right? But, like, they just – they haven't been able to get the – or they haven't been able to get the, like, offensive line straightened out. Yeah. And they haven't been able to get the defense straightened out. So – I say that not because I hate on the Raiders. Like, I think the Raiders are fine, but I also think that the Raiders are like setting themselves up for failure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if the Raiders were smart, they would take this $60 million and they would go after people like Dalton Risner. They would go like the Broncos guard, Dalton Risner. They would go after Orlando Brown Jr. They would rebuild that. They would look at the chiefs and they would say, you know what? The chiefs, have a really rock-solid offensive line. I got it that they got Patrick Mahomes, right? But the remaining resources went to that offensive line. And that's what they would do. And instead, what you're hearing is you're hearing, yeah, we're going to just spend it anywhere. Whatever. Who cares? And it's like, what kind of attitude is that? Like, what, what are you talking about? Like, you can't just you, you can't just go into, like, these these – games and like yeah whatever we'll figure out what to do just let us know let us know how you feel like what are you talking about yeah yeah. plan going into free agency and the raiders just don't they just out loud don't right and like so when you don't have a plan for what you're going to do and you could just go any direction then like you're always going to be a bad team and not when i say you can go any direction right i know it sounds like what i'm talking about is like free agency but when I say that you could go any direction, I'm talking about that shitty field. Just because they are the only other team that uses the same kind of bullshit hybrid turf that the Arizona Cardinals do. So when I say any direction, I mean literally. They could go any direction because you don't know where your foot is going to take you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so long story short for a short story long. Like if you're the Raiders, like you, it, it, like if you're the Bears and you're sitting there with the number one pick in the draft, you know you're not taking quarterback. There is no way in hell that you are not getting both the first round picks over the next two years from the Raiders. Yep. Bonkers. And if you're and like, so how far down are you willing to go if you're the Bears? Right? How many trades are you willing to make? How I think here here's on what I'm doing if I'm the Bears. I'm trained with the Colts. If the Raiders still want to trade back, I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Well, what's gonna end up happening, or at least what I predict, is they're gonna end up trying to pull that shit for two different um like twice that's what i think is going to happen first Mm. off Colts offer you that like first off the Colts would be insane like i I hate to break it to every nfl draft analyst who bases it off of talent of previous years right i hate to break it to you that's not how this shit works yeah The, (laughs) the way this works is that the way this works is a team decides that it wants to go the rookie quarterback route. Yeah. 
and then they decide who they want as the rookie quarterback, and then they go up to get them. Mm-hmm. And that means that the only team that has the real power is the team with the number one pick. Because if you decide you love Will Levis, the only way you're sure you're going to get Will Levis is to get all the way up to that top spot. Yeah. Otherwise, you're twiddling your thumbs. Mm. So whoever's on the clock right now has the power. So who mm. do you like? Do you like C.J. Stroud? Do you like John um, Bryce Young? Who do you like? And I'll tell you what, it doesn't even matter. If you want them, you better trade up to number one. And by the way, Josh, this is my, my quarterback, quarterback rankings for the draft, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Bryce, Bryce Young, one, two, CJ Stroud, three, I like Anthony Richardson, four. Uh, but, oh, it's got to be Levis. Yeah, I don't want to say it, but yeah. <coughs> Why? Because he's white? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we all know we all know Mark Hyper is like, like white quarterback, but that's not what we do. Josh, Josh, so we'll, Who's your favorite? Um, give me your top. You don't have to give me your top five. Just give me your top four. What do you think? Are you, are you with that ranking or no? Um, I'm not with. I don't know. I'm with that ranking. Why the hell not? I, I think <laughs> Levis and Anthony Richardson to me are, are sort of similar guys. I think Levis is sort of slow to the decision point. Yes. I think that Anthony Richardson never played with anybody talented. So, like, what difference does it make? Right. Um, but I also think that. Like CJ Stroud and Bryce Young are levels above them. Yes. Regardless yes, of all of that, irregardless of all of that, I think that if you want to get on the rookie quarterback timeline, there's only one way to do it, and that is to trade up in this draft where there actually is some depth at quarterback at the top of the draft. And the only way I think that you get, that you can ensure that you're going to get your guy, because I'll tell you another thing: if you're Atlanta and you're not comfortable with Desmond Ritter, you're at the you're at the prime spot. Like they're not going to get past six. Uh huh. You're the Raiders and you're the Panthers. Make those deals, man. Yeah. Get your butt all the way up there because yeah. there's only four quarterbacks and they, they could all be gone by like pick number six. Yep. And also, Josh, one more hour to go. What do you think is about to happen to Lamar Jackson? Yeah, let's close on this. I think he's going to get a non exclusive rights franchise tag. I think that's what's going to happen. What does that mean for the Raven fans to know? So a non-exclusive rights franchise tag means that any team can negotiate with Lamar Jackson. So anybody can negotiate with him. And Lamar Jackson will either sign the contract or not sign the contract. Okay, it'll be one or the other, right? If Lamar Jackson does sign a contract with another team, then the Ravens have the opportunity to match that contract. If the Ravens match that contract, then we're all done and Lamar Jackson's a Raven. If the Ravens don't match that contract, then the Ravens will receive two first-round picks from the team that signed into the contract. To remind everybody, there are two teams in the there are three teams in the NFL draft who have multiple picks. Yep. One is the Houston Texans. The other is the Detroit Lions. Yep. And the third is the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. In the event that you don't sign that you don't have multiple first-round picks in this year's draft, you will be given the first-round pick of this year, and then the one of next year. In the event the Dolphins sign Lamar Jackson, then they will be giving up their first-round pick next year and yep. the year after. Good breakdown? Yeah, that's a, that's a great breakdown. So, so, so Raven fans are listening to this. What do you think? Do you think Lamar Jackson is going to be somewhere else, Josh? Is that what you're predicting?
So you think he but stays? I, but I paused, and I'll tell you why I paused. I think the one team that could go out and really get Lamar Jackson is the Atlanta Falcons. I agree with you. I by the way, Josh, I was talking to a friend last night, and he's with you. Go ahead. I, I don't think everybody and their mother is going to go after Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I think the Lions should, but I don't think they will. No, 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 no. I, I think the Minnesota Vikings should, but I don't think they will. No. I think that Lamar, I, I don't really care what his camp says. Okay. So like just full, full disclosure, I, I don't believe them. I don't really care what Stephen A. Smith reported. <laughs> and I don't really care what anybody else says. I, I don't think it's true. I, I think that the NFL Players Association right now, as we sit here talking, mm-hmm. is um, – is um, I, I think right now, as we sit here talking, I think that um, I, I think that it's not a re- I, I think the NFL Players Association knows what Deshaun's contract is and thinks that Deshaun Watson is the benchmark and Lamar Jackson has to pass that benchmark. No. That's what I think is going on with the idea of we're going to get fully guaranteed quarterback contracts in the next collective bargaining agreement. And this is how we're going to do it. Well, it's already been done for Deshaun Watson. We're going to do it again with Lamar Jackson. Okay. That's what I think T-H-I-N-K is going on here. Mm -hmm. I don't care what Lamar's representatives say. I don't care what his mom says. It doesn't matter. This is what, this is what I think is happening. Mm-hmm. And the only team, there are two teams that have serious cap space. They do. Falcons, yep. Falcons and the Bears. And and the Raiders also. The Raiders also. And the Raiders would be exactly the kind of team. But if but Mark Mark Davis is either super poor or he's not. It's one of the two. It's poor, it's poor, and it's poor, it's poor. poor then he's not gonna do this either. Okay, so great. So that leaves the Falcons, right? And if you're the Falcons. You have Drake London, you have um, you, you have Drake London, you have Kyle Pitts, you have a decent offensive line, and you have I want to say the fifth pick in the draft. You might have the sixth pick. No, you yes, have the sixth pick. Yep. Seattle, has- and that's and that's a very favorable pick. If, yeah. if, if you're the Ravens, yep, yep. So Arthur Blank, are you ready to to shell out big for Lamar Jackson? Mm. Like, are you ready to change the entire NFL ownership structure? And if all the owners pissed at you because now they have to guarantee all the quarterback money. Now, hmm. originally, I would have said no. But when you see David Carr or Derek Carr getting $40 million a year. Exactly. Thanks. Like, what are quarterbacks going to be worth in two years? I mean, when Joe Burrow gets done with his contract, well, he's not going to be the good example. When, um, <laughs> like, someone else, someone else is going to get, a, like, Daniel Jones, when he gets $40 million, $5 million a year. In about like, one hour, yeah. Yeah, like, are you really going to be, like, happy that you didn't go all in on Lamar, right? Like, are you really going to be happy with Desmond Ritter next year? What are you going to spend that $60 million? No, good point, good point, good point. And I mean, I know what I would say to him. I know what I would say to Arthur Blank, and since I know he's listening to the Vince Size stuff, <laughs> yes, yes, I'm going to tell him what I would say. Arthur, Arthur, Mr. Blank, just, just listen to me for a second. You have you have the hammer in this free agency 
over everybody except for the Bears. Because <laughs> the Raiders don't know what they're doing. From a move. Like, you don't have to worry about the Raiders. Whatever they do is going to be stupid. So, <laughs> so other than the Bears, right, you have the hammer. And yeah. your stars are already on rookie deals, right? So it's okay to call Lamar. And if he's anywhere in the $30 million a year range, if he's doing the Kirk Cousins thing, where all he wants is guaranteed money, and you're able to get him for like six years, $180 million or something like that, but it's all guaranteed, then by all means, man, go for it. But if I'm it crosses that $45 million a year threshold, and we're doing straight cap, homie, where it's like you're $45 million, you're guaranteed, now you have to operate with like a sixth of your cap devoted to Lamar Jackson uh-huh. every single year, no way, man. Go get all of the other players. Go surround yourself and deal with this Desmond Ritter shit for one more year. I'm with That's you. That no, Josh, you made it. You you made Falcon fans happy, and I'm with you because I mean, a quarterback. This quarterback available does does not come very often. But we'll, we'll quit before we end the show. We end the show. Do you think? Do you think the Jets are gonna? So are the Jets giving up a first rounder for Rodgers? Or is that going to be flat? Or or are they going to give up a first rounder for next year for Rodgers? How is that going to work out? Say it again. One more. So time. How is that going to work out for Rod? So you know how when they do a trade, right? You think the Jets are the Jets going to give up a first round pick for this year? Yes. Or for next year? It has to be for this year, right? Uh, maybe both, but oh, definitely yeah. this year. I mean, I wouldn't, but that doesn't change the fact that they will, right? I yeah. mean, Cody Johnson has his private plane out there. Yes, it does. And Green Bay is not going to trade an icon like Aaron Rodgers for nothing. That's not going to happen. So one of two things is about to happen. Either A, the Jets are going to get Aaron Rodgers but lose all kinds of draft capital doing it, or B, Aaron Rodgers is going to stay a Green Bay Packer. One or the other. One or the other. I think it's going to be the first one. I think you don't fly on the owner's private plane unless it's serious. I don't think that you're allowed to meet with Aaron Rodgers Unless it's serious, unless you're, unless like unless like it's damn close, because the Packers could just say no. He's under he's under control. He can't do anything, right? Oh, just here we go, Bob Jackson. Here we go. Breaking news, everybody, on the Vince Size Market Show. Ding ding ding! You ready? The Ravens ready. have officially franchise tag Lamar Jackson, giving him a non-exclusive tag. Oh, who called it? Who called it like ten minutes ago? Mister Joshua B. That's ding, right. ding 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 ding. This is why we are the best. Look at that. Look at that. I told you, man. And like, so, so yeah. I mean, so it's the Falcons. The Falcons are who you have to worry about. All right. Just so speaking so- out, Lamar will allow be allowed to negotiate <laughs> with other teams. Look at what Joshua said and yep. bring other offer back to the Ravens. If Baltimore doesn't match, they'll lose Lamar and get two first round picks. Here we go. Oh! So in other words, let me ask you this, Josh, real quick. Will Lamar? Okay. If you had to bet your money, will Lamar stay in Baltimore? Yes, but it's a shaky yes. Okay. You know, I'm going to give you a different answer. I don't think he stays. How about that? Well, okay. So who's he going to go to? I think you're right. I think you're right. I think my boy, you know what's crazy, Josh? I'm going to podcast with my boy, Jody Brave. He's a Falcon fan. I'm going to podcast with him in about three weeks. And let me ask you this, Joshua B. Yeah. Is Lamar Jackson possibly going to Atlanta next in about three weeks? Where because it's very possible. Correct me if I'm wrong, Josh. Will be 
The Falcons were trying to trade for Deshaun Watson. Okay, let's let- talk this. Let's talk this through. Let's me and you talk this through. Okay, let's have a good okay. I just got Derek Carr for $40 million a year in my own division, right? Lamar Jackson is better than Derek Carr. We agree, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, awesome. I mean, it's, it's, it's a white quarterback against, you know. Oh, awesome. So we agree. All right. So we know in advance that he's better than Derek Carr, right? We're, we're in agreement. Now the question is how much better than Derek Carr is Lamar Jackson, right? Wouldn't you say at least $10 million? Yeah. Is that such a stretch? To say that he's $10 million a year better than Derek Carr. Yeah. Okay. Now now I'll ask the follow-up question. Is that $50 million a year, straight cash homies, straight against the cap, is that worth Lamar Jackson? Is that worth Lamar? For Carr? You talking about Carr? Nope. I'm talking about Lamar Jackson. I just told I just gave you a number of how much of your cap is being taken up by Lamar Jackson year after year after year. It's at least 20% of your yep. salary cap every year is taken up by Lamar Jackson. Are you comfortable with that? Yes. I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, then you are the Atlanta Falcons um, general manager and you will get Lamar Jackson. I will tell you right now that I am not comfortable with that out loud with my voice. It's not happening. If, if it's me or any serious contending team, they're going to say, look, it's got to be somewhere in the neighborhood of, $40 million, and even that is a stretch. Yeah. That's a sixth of our cap. Like, and the thing is, is that if you're a contending team, you've got so many other things to worry yeah. about besides. You know, you know, Josh, you know what's crazy? I love talking about this with you because I was talking to Jody Wright, and he said, I would love Lamar, but we got other needs to do, which I agree with him. That would be a smart thing to do. I mean, but let's be real, though, Josh. I mean, what what is this? What kind of quarterback like this? It's gonna be, it's gonna come available like this. You know what I mean? What what is the next time a quarterback like this is gonna be available? Seriously, I mean it's it's one of one of a lifetime, man. Like I, I'm with you, Josh. Like either way, we'll see what the Falcons do. I'm just hoping for Jody's sake, because with a with a with a quarterback like Lamar Jackson, they can win the division, Josh. They, no they can. They definitely can. No question that they could win the division. There's no question that they could that they could win the division. No arguments here, okay? But my thing is, do you trust Desmond Ritter? Well, I, I'm not worried about Desmond Ritter. What I'm worried about is how close do you think your entire team is to winning an NFL championship? And not are you prepared to go $50 million deep every single year against your salary cap devoted to Lamar Jackson? Are you prepared to operate at 80% of your operating budget every year? Because if you're not, if you're not comfortable doing that, then there is no way you can commit to Lamar Jackson. I agree. And I don't think the Falcons can do that. Yeah, exactly. I think what the Falcons are going to tell themselves, listen, man, I would love Lamar Jackson. They almost had this on last year, but at the end of the day, it would be cool to have Lamar Jackson, especially for the fan base. But as of right now, we're not close to a Super Bowl contender. Even if we with Lamar Jackson. Then you have other pieces, right? We love the running receivers, no, no, no question. We love the running back, but their main needs in main needs, Josh, is defense. But go ahead. Well, I mean, you can't. They they're not close enough for that whole when is a good quarterback going to come available argument to fly. Yep. The teams that are close enough are teams like the New York Jets, right? The New York Jets now have leverage against Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think they want to use it. I think that's why they're they're there. Mm-hmm. I think the Jets are like, look, our window is now while our guys are on rookie deal. 
right? Their idea is we're going to maximize the rookie window of Brees Hall, of Garrett Wilson, and we're going to go out and we're going to get Aaron Rodgers, right? Whereas if they signed Lamar Jackson, they would not only not have any salary cap space at all, but they would also be stuck with not being able to extend their rookies. So really, it's Atlanta. Can Atlanta do it? Oh, by the way, Matt Lombardo is a good source. Uh-huh. As others have suggested, Falcons' interest in Lamar Jackson is very real. Look at that. Ding, 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 sure. Ding. The Ravens, Again, Lamar Jackson. What? So the Ravens, Lamar Jackson deal talks with Atlanta progress tremendously in Indy, I'm told. Look at that. Look at that, Josh will be. Ding, 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 ding. Also, clearly these conversations and those with other quarterback needy teams where Caspis can continue after the Ravens apply an exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson. Yep. Jackson's guaranteed to make $32.5 million in 2023 if he plays under the tag. So, Lord have mercy, Josh so Rubin. For Lamar Jackson, what would you sign for? Oh, good question. I think the answer is either 40 or 50. It's like, it's got to be 50 million. He's yeah. way better than Derek Carr. I agree. I agree. Am I crazy for feeling no, you're that? Not, no, you're not crazy. If anyone okay. does not agree, then they're just racist and they're like white quarterback. Look well, I told you, I told you at the beginning of everything that the, yeah. that the Falcons have $56 million in room. They do. they do. Are you willing to sacrifice both your first round picks, one of which is number six, and to now only be operating at $6 million in cap room to go get Lamar Jackson? Uh-huh. I don't think the answer is yes, which means you better find a middle ground with Lamar Jackson. But if you do find a middle ground, that would be good for them. Or the Ravens won't match. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's what we're dealing with. It's going to be a fun week, isn't it, Vince? Hey, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So let me, let me ask you this. Yeah, well, this is the last one, and we gotta go because we're we're approaching ninety okay, minutes. Okay, okay. Josh, tell everybody your social media. Everybody can follow you and go ahead. Well, I mean, they can, but I'm not operating on Twitter as much. I, I have to delete the app because I had all kinds of stuff happen. Um, but I will eventually come back to it. You can find me on Twitter at JB Fortis. You can also typically find me at the Overall Sports Show. Andrew never addressed <laughs> Beasley thing. He's too scared. He doesn't want <laughs> Lakers, like all Lakers fans. You know, they're, they're <laughs> oh my god, you're funny. you're very funny. Which, by the way, they're the ninth, they're the ninth, ninth seed. By the way, anyway, anyways, anyways, me and Josh talk about we 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 both me and Josh we both contact. If any breaking news happens, me and Josh will talk about. But anyway, Josh. Will well, be- no, 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 that's not how it's going to be. I'm going to come back every Tuesday. Yes, you're going to give me the roundup. And I'm going to give you everything, you, everything you've ever wanted. Thank you, so thank I, you, thank you, thank you. Hopefully, and hopefully, every NFL fan listen to this because because Josh would be and me and you, we are very a good combo. And oh. every time, every time when we say something, it happens. Look at that, seriously. I told you, non-exclusive. Now, if you're not happy with the third, I mean, I can't understand how Lamar Jackson can be happy at 32 after Derek Carr just signed for 40. Exactly. It's just not real. So, like, what precisely does it take to get Lamar Jackson in your building? I can't wait to find out. Like, I can't wait. I, also, I, guys, real quick, Josh, uh, you guys can follow me at Respectable Bink. Yeah. And uh, you guys can follow me on my other Twitter account at VinSize824. Also, I got a podcast with my boy Wayne Bracey later today. I can't wait. Wait, wait. Uh, that, th- that pocket will be posted later tonight. Uh, Josh, Josh, hopefully you can listen to that. Looking oh, forward yeah. to that. Uh, Josh, you have a oh, really quickly, right? When Vince says that he does the 265 podcast, it's very important to understand the word 60 is spelled out. So if you download podcasts, it's not good enough to simply write, type in 265. You're not going to get anything. You have to type in two, then the word 60, 
and then five. And you can download the Vince Size podcast, the Vince Size 265 um, podcast as well. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, real quick, Adam Chester said, uh, okay, Lamar Jackson and now his ability to stop right. for the best deal possible. Question before Lamar news, bro. What was the one last one last question? Uh, or anything. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, I have no question. It's just, it's just Adam Schefter just said Lamar Jackson now has the ability to shop for the best deal possible, and Baltimore will have the chance to match any offer. Like you said, uh, she he signs up or off for the for two first round picks instead. The market is about to be mitigate Baltimore and Jackson's differences. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But with that being said, everybody, you have you have a good day. Have uh, a good day, have a good day. This podcast will be posted. In about three minutes. Peace out. Yeah. See you next Tuesday. Peace. Yeah, make sure to give Andrew lessons about po- posting your podcast in three minutes. <laughs> he did post the podcast yesterday on the overall. <laughs> so it's all good, though. Josh, peace out. I'll see you next Peace week. out, guys.